Hey all, I'm Cullen Haynes and welcome to Law Live. Got a very special guest to bring on the show next. Uh, been a lawyer for six years, a consultant for five, um, and we are going to be covering all things financial literacy um, for those in the legal profession and business. Could you please make very welcome my good friend, Emily Cubbins from Maestro BD. How are you, Emily? What's happening in the realm of Melbourne today? What's what's the go? Well, I'm really good. We've actually had some sunshine. So um, happy days for us in July. I know. Well, you need the sunshine. Last time I was in Melbourne about two weeks ago, it was blistering cold. My goodness. So we're not used to it here in Sydney. Yeah, definitely. I um, overdressed yesterday and I was wearing my boots and my jacket and the sun came out. So, yes, it was a little bit different for me. Oh, that's good. That's good. And um, I want to remind everyone, because we are live, it's, it's a bit different to other things where you see videos on LinkedIn. So it's now 5.20 Australia Eastern Standard Time. If you've got any questions for this powerhouse, Emily, put them in the comments, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, we're raring to go. Um, but what has been happening in your world, Emily? What's, um, um, I guess, the sentiment in the market right now? Well, obviously financial fear um, and uh some people need to be worried and some people don't. And we're work- working with a lot of law firms to show them that they actually don't. Um, a lot of the legal profession is not market sensitive. Uh, family law and, you know, criminal law and a range of different other areas are very much business as usual. Um, okay. They're also providing a lot of support to people who are struggling. So them keeping their businesses in the best possible condition is critical at the moment. Yes, yes. Um, and are you finding that um, it's a certain type of firm that reaches out to you, a certain type of size, or um, it kind of runs the gamut in terms of who you're looking after right now? Yeah, so there's two different types that we will generally help. So a lot of people are fantastic lawyers and then they're like, don't worry, I'll just go and run my own business. So in they go and then they're like, oh, business ownership is a completely different skill. I didn't realise I'd have to do all of this. I don't have time for that. And um, yes. So then we come in for the scaling part of that and show them what they need to be doing and what they don't. A lot of lawyers love doing the legal work. So practice managers and accounts people and other staff will actually pick up a lot of the business owner's responsibilities. You'd need to be across it, but you don't have to do it. So delegation is a huge thing. And then sometimes we go into some sort of larger SME practices. They've been running for a lot longer it's just that there's a bit of stagnation. So maybe the business owner is doing too much. Maybe they're doing not enough. Maybe there's not really someone focusing on sales. So cash flow is a bit of a problem. Uh, money in, money out in a law firm is always a battle. So we do a lot of work yes. with business owners to make sure they know what's going on. Yeah. And um, do you ever use the the dirty S word, sales word, when you're talking to law firms? Because I know historically they don't go hand in hand and most lawyers are allergic to that word. No, they don't do sales. We call it business development and all kinds of other things that are fun. Oh, yes, absolutely. BD is the buzzword <laughs> du jour, as it were. Uh, and, uh, talking about fun, this is a nice question. How would you explain your role in what you do day in and day out using film t- just film titles? Just film titles. All right. Well, as good as it gets is probably the first one. Um, <laughs> Great expectations is probably the second one um, because okay. sometimes I go into the business to be the bad cop, but that, that's good 
sometimes the business owner will need to bring me in to do some things and support some people that they don't really want to do, which is great and I enjoy that because I can build some awesome relationships and sometimes it's just a free fall. The good thing about that is you get an amazing outcome that you never thought you were going to get and um, one of my clients said the other day, oh, we're five years ahead of where we would have been. And I was like, yeah, we took a lot of risks last year, didn't we? Look at us. So, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that but, awesome when they can say things like that? You made a tangible difference, and like a major impact. That's excellent. Yeah, it's always the business owners who are prepared to just roll up the sleeves, right, let's get it happening. So that's the most fun I have, I reckon. Yeah. And, and talking to that financial literally, literacy piece which we open with, how important is it to not only a law firm's business but anyone's business having um, that sound financial literacy? Yeah, so we sort of have looked at a lot of even seven-figure businesses and they're not um, not quite abreast of the numbers. A lot of money's coming in, a lot of money's going out, um, but we open the P&L and um, explaining things and it's not a familiar thing. So the more I can show business owners how it's working, the less that they can stress because there's a lot of business owners stressing due to not quite understanding how the numbers work. And so once we show them, a lot of the time they can sleep at night. (laughs) That's so good. You give them the peace of mind that this is nothing to be worried about or actually we should probably turn our focus to this to get this sorted. Yeah, and what we we catch up with our clients every week so we know exactly what's going on and sometimes, yeah, four weeks of planning and organisation and focus will get them into the outcome they're looking for anyway. Fantastic. What's a good barometer or gauge that someone should use to see if they are across it or not? Um, would it be to engage uh, Maestro BD or is there a way they can go, ah, I probably don't have a good bearing on what is going on in my my practice at the moment? Yeah, so a lot of successful business owners will not be able to explain their P&L to me. And so if I open the P&L or the balance sheet and you can't explain what's going on, um, then they're not quite abreast of where they need to be. Now, very common, huge amount of very successful business owners are not quite on top of it. They just look at the bottom and go, oh, profit or no profit. Um, sometimes they yeah. took the money out and that was okay because it's actually shown somewhere else. So that little bit of an in-depth conversation about where their money is, where their cash is and how it's coming in and out of the business we use a system called Fathom that will hook up to your Zero, MyOb, QuickBooks, whatever you use, and it'll actually show you how you're tracking and it allows business owners to have all the data right in front of them in a really easy way to understand and, yeah, not be stressed. Okay, Fathom is the name of that program. Get on it. It um, definitely helps <laughs> the businesses you're dealing with day in and day out, Emily. Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Um, any, like, tidbits or hacks um, that anyone tuning in right now can use um, and business owners and law firms can use to improve um, not only their financial literacy but understanding? Do they need to engage and sit with their accountant more or have them explain it better? Because um, obviously being a business owner um, myself, knowing I only learned that by actually sitting down and talking with my accountant and actually going, what do the figures actually mean? What is, what is going into these numbers and being across it? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a silver bullet question or outsourcing someone to do that for them. Yeah, I think there's a lot of relationships a business owner needs to have. So accountant, critical. Now, your accountant's going to be making sure that you're compliant with the ATO before they do anything else. Some accountants will do advisory work. Some accountants won't. So 
don't rely on your accountant to tell you from the ANZ because that actually might not be the role that they're playing. It's not traditionally what they do. Um, you've obviously got your bookkeeper or your accounts person in the in the office, um, making sure that they're abreast with what you want and and part of the plan. Then you know your own financial advisor and understanding what your personal goal is because your business is a vehicle. It's not who you are as a person, and a lot of people are very attached to their businesses. Separate it and look at uh, like an asset, and then it'll become more profitable because you won't be so attached to it. And then a business consultant or you'll pay your accountant for advisory or whoever's going to do it. But I think those four relationships are really critical and knowing how they sort of work and interact and delegate as much as you can. Opening up the P&L doesn't mean that you have to do it all. You just have to know what it means um, because that's how you can create growth. So, yeah, I think just being ahead of that, you'll be ahead of most business owners. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. And um, on the note of financial planners i would say a quick shout out to josh pennell who um, originally introduced us back in the day um and he's a bit of a legend with his own uh book what parents want so um if you're not connected not only with emily but josh be sure to um connect with him because he's a bit of a mover and shaker yeah we love josh he's a business owner himself and he's also been through a lot of things in his life so huge depth of knowledge and definitely worth talking to Definitely, definitely. Is there any um, passion projects that you're open to share with us that you're working on right now, Emily? Um, I'm actually, so I build networking groups for um, small business owners. So currently building one on a Thursday morning and we get a whole bunch of um, new and existing business owners together so they can um, build some revenue. So that's probably my favourite at the moment on a business level. Um, On a personal level, I've triathletes i'm just recovering from an injury and getting ready for the noosa triathlon in november because that's a big party so yeah little oh bit there you go so, so well, i see you like running i love the running like I, I used to do a bit of triathlons in high school but i wasn't very good um i was okay at the swim horrible at the bike race but the run is where i finished strong so um it kind of was like a sort of thing but um now i'm just into the running which do you most prefer the run the swim or the cycle? Well, I actually really like the cycle. However, I've got a bit of a thing now with the swimming. I like the sauna and the spa and the whole process. So going to the pool is really oh, fun yes. now. And um, I quite like going swimming in Melbourne cold, cold plunging um, in the bay. So I've in- integrated a bit of my swimming and probably started to enjoy it more just because there's a lot of things you can do around it. Yeah, definitely. I love a bit of Wim Hof cold plunging in the morning and in the <laughs> evening as well. It's definitely something people should be incorporating more of, let me tell you. Yeah, definitely. Wakes you up. It, it definitely does. It definitely does. And cold showers as well, if anyone hasn't gotten onto that, that's um, a different experience too. Um, what would you like to see change, changing it up a little bit? Um, if there's one thing you could see change in law firms or law in general from working with your clients, um, what would it be? Uh, culture and a lack of burnout. I think this whole six-minute billing increment thing and this whole lawyers working too hard and all of that, um, I think there's a shift. Um, I think that we really need lawyers and a lot of the time they're drinking and doing all kinds of things to deal with their stress because it's actually an extremely stressful role. And the more that we can support lawyers and help them 
serve the community more. And I think there's a huge amount of work to be done. I feel like accountants and other professions have moved forward in the world a little bit more, whereas lawyers, we're a little bit stuck. Um, A lot of things need to be written on paper still and they're not electronic and, yeah, we're still struggling in the legal profession, I think. (laughs) No, it's some cogent insights that you make. Anything you've taken from um, your work as a lawyer that's really helped you in the, obviously the consulting space in BD um, because traditionally like um, a lawyer is not very, um, you know, BD focused as it were. They're more technically focused. So I'd love to know what you've taken from life as a lawyer. Yeah, so when I was a commercial lawyer, I, I learned that relationships were absolutely everything. And once I learned that, I could do anything I wanted. And a lot of lawyers I've worked with, you know, they're they're like, I don't do sales. Sales is terrible. And (laughs) what I tell them is you don't have to do sales. You have to help people. So don't worry about selling. Worry about working out who your clients are and what they need and how you can support them through their, you know, let's say family lawyers do an amazing job in supporting people through probably the toughest time in their life. So don't sell, support and um, you'll get the same outcome. Oh, I love that. I'll put that as a thing. Don't sell, support. I think that's a, a nice little uh, catch cry that um, people can tune in. I see we're getting a few viewers um, that are getting in there. Um, and anyone tuning in, um, lessons for young professionals starting their career, not only in law, but maybe starting a law firm, um, being an entrepreneur, starting their business. Um, you know, what's something you'd like to impart on them um, yeah. before they get on yeah, so the, get their journey? I do a lot of mentoring with um, young lawyers um, in the firms and I always tell them your value is not doing the work because we can hire anyone to replace you to do that. Your value is the relationships that you can build and the work that you can bring and the, the other things that you can generate as a lawyer in the firm because when you can do that, you can always feed yourself. You know, if you want to be a partner, you can be a partner. If you just want to get paid really well and have an amazing life, you can do that. So if you can get a good mix between having strong legal knowledge and building relationships that will carry you through where you can support each other and share work, you'll never have to do sales, but you'll make good money, which is, you know, one of our goals. No, of course, of course. And on that note of um, it sounds like a very collaborative mindset that you're um, supporting and um, actually putting out there, Emily. Is that true? It's not like a, a scarcity mindset where there's only enough work just for you uh, it seems like this, this give, 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 um, like give is gain, like Gary Vaynerchuk talks about is something you're maybe subscribing to as well. Yeah, I think there's enough. There's always enough for everyone. And we do a lot of teamwork stuff with the lawyers within the firm. And the more they can help each other, then everyone wins. And, you know, some people, everyone has a different goal for their career. And I think that if we can be understanding and communicate then and we can do problem solving together, um, and then everyone wins. Good. Very, very sound points you're making there. Um, just for the people that are tuning in, maybe they don't know they've got a um, an issue or an opportunity in their business. What are the, um, I guess, the three top things um, that people are coming to you or problems that you are solving for people um, at Maestro BD? So started a law firm and really want it to become something, uh, but not enough hours in the day. They're my one of my favourite clients because there's just so many opportunities. We help with the first hires and all the things that you have to do for the first time. 
Um, and then, you know, you're, you're in a small to mid-sized law firms that are not actually moving forward. You're making decent money, but it's a job. We work with um, a lot of business owners to not work so often. Um, I think Josh, Josh Pinnell will tell you, you know, the family thing. Um, if you can get that right, you can have a lot more holidays. I have a mental breakdown when I hear business owners having four, four weeks holiday a week. You're, you're on the line with your business and you're working super hard and you do more than everyone else and if there's not enough money to pay the wages, you're the one who misses out, yet you're only having four, four weeks of leave a year. So I yeah, always try. Correct. And, <laughs> yeah, try and create some, you know, opportunities because they'll go from working in a firm to working in their own firm and they just do exactly what they did in the last place. And so taking that job mentality to the business owner, because as a business owner, you have a huge amount of responsibility and you probably actually need some more holidays because of it. So we work a little bit with that. And then general financial literacy, that's my favourite thing. And I'm going to change the world doing that because I want to make sure everyone understands their finances. I didn't learn anything at school around my financial situation. My parents didn't teach me a huge amount either. So I've had to learn and hire consultants and get to a point where I even know what's going on for the first year of my business. I don't think I had was abreast of my PL. And so every time, particularly, you know, with females, I think there's a little bit of a lack of confidence there. So actually opening everything up, understanding it, because once you know and understand, it can't hurt you anymore. Awesome. I, I love the fact that you're going to change the world. And I know you can do it, Emily. If there's anyone, it's you. I love that. Um, and final question before we get into bonus questions. Um, when all is said and done, how would you like to be remembered? Uh, for changing the world with financial literacy and having people understand oh, there you go. what they're doing with their money. Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry. And same you're already happened. doing that. That's all right. That's all right. Ad infinitum, the same uh, as above, as above, so below. Now, I really appreciate that, Emily. And where can people find you? Where are you hanging out the most? Um, what's the best way to get in contact? Yeah, so um, there's a... Obviously, LinkedIn, Emily Cubbins, and there's also on a sheet on our website, www.maestrobd.com.au or send me an email, emily at maestrobd.com.au. Um, we have a 60-minute free um, uh, workshop that we can run for any business owners who just want to answer some questions, no obligation. Sometimes you just want to know where you're at. And, um, yeah, we're very committed to making that happen for people. Fantastic. So I put those notes on there and I'll put them in the show notes as well. Be sure to get in touch with this powerhouse. And thank you so much, Emily, for giving up your Wednesday evening to talk to my network and um, the wider YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn community as well. It's been great. Oh, thanks for your time. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. And if you know um, a legend of law or a legend of law yourself, please feel free to get in touch. We come out Wednesday, every Wednesday, chatting to um, a powerhouse in the industry and we'll upload this episode with Emily um, later on in the week on our podcast, Law Live. And also, too, if you're a firm looking to engage or support your existing staff and you've heard about our own staff benefits program, be sure to get in contact um, because we are introducing that in spades to a lot of the top 50 firms.